Hi, everybody. My name is Kathy, and I'm a compulsive overeater and sugar addict. And um, I'm in a valley right now, so I did not want to do this. So you're either going to get really, I'm going to tell you how not to do it, and you'll probably get really grateful. Um, but I'm I'm doing this one. The one thing that I do right is I haven't left. You know, I still keep coming back no matter what. Um, just a little background. Um, my mom was an alcoholic. And um, I mean, like of the very real kind. And she would leave me at school and teachers would take me home. And I'd spend the night at their house. And um, she wouldn't send me with lunch to school. So I'd go in the little baskets and I would steal food. Um, she would leave me at bars. And the cocktail waitresses would give me like cherries and little, you know, those little plastic animals that you put in the drinks and um, seven up and sugar and all kinds of stuff. And when she would leave, she would leave me alone and she would leave me with like, I think they were called mud pies. Is that what they were called? Those. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Um, and so basically sugar and I love Lucy was my babysitter a lot of the time. And um, and. I had a big hole in me because I believe that your first higher power is your parents. And, um, and I didn't have them. I didn't have a dad. So I always had this feeling inside of me of less than not enough. And there's not enough for me. I'm not going to get enough because I didn't have enough food. I didn't have, I go to, school with like dirty clothes and kids would make fun of me and stuff until I pushed one on a swing one day. And um, so she died when I was nine of alcoholism and I was uh, adopted by a lady who was a prescription addict and a food addict and a diabetic. And she was a rager. And um, she would buy those 31 flavor. She wouldn't get the the gallon ones, I think it is. You know, the big round ones that they have that they scoop out of? Well, she would get like half of those. And, um, and I learned from the best. I learned that's what you do. But I also, she took Valium's. And I learned really early on, take drugs, eat food, drink alcohol, eat food. And so um, that's what I did. I didn't do so much of the eating, though, because I went on the cocaine diet. And that worked really well for a while, the white powder um, diet. And um, when I tried to get off of it, uh, I, I finally got sober because my mom committed suicide and I couldn't, my adopted mom, and I couldn't handle it anymore. And um, I got sober and 
when I got sober, when I, I hope it's okay to be talking about that. Um, they put me on the unit. I put myself in there and they had ding dongs and everybody knew that sugar came back to me, you know, and I was, they knew to order me my own box of ding dongs on the, at the rehab, you know, and it just started feeding that dragon all over again. And I uh, came into the rooms of OA when I had like five years sober. I was uh, 29 years old and I weighed like, I think 175. And, um, you know, there was just a bunch of, okay, because I'm a judger. Okay, that's one of my character defects. There was a bunch of fat white people in there. Oh, hello. <laughs> that's me. Um, and I, I left and, um, and I didn't come back for probably like another five or, I don't know, probably another five years. And I stayed around for a while. And, uh, in the meantime, I was doing Jenny Craig, um, the, 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 um, diet pills, the shots, you know, um, Jenny Craig, what else did I do? I, I did them all. I did them all. And um, and I'd always, I'd lose the weight and I'd gain it back. And um, so probably when I was like, I had this one time even, I met my real brother and sister when I had a year sober. My mom, my grandparents had taken them away. And um I was in my sister's house in North Carolina, just all by myself. And she had made these Rice Krispie squares. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys, for talking about food. But that's like one of my favorite things. And I'm in this lady's house who I'm trying to impress, who's my real sister, who I met for the first time. And what am I doing? I am sneaking down the stairs like an addict. And going into the refrigerator and taking little pieces and, you know, and then going back up the stairs. And then 10 minutes later, I'm quietly walking down the stairs and I must have ate like five of them and nobody said anything the next day. But I felt that shame and that guilt and like, oh, my God, what did I do? Because, you know, like. She was a little heavy, so I'm sure she counts them. But, um, you know, just stuff like that. I've, you know what? My husband is thrown away like a perfectly good piece of cake. Yeah, no shame in my game. I'll get it, you know, when no one's looking or whatever. Um, I got up to 280 pounds. And, um... And I surrendered. Well, and I also went to a food rehab and um, they they mainly focused on bulimia and anorexia. Um, and they're like, we have to watch you go to the bathroom. I'm like, look at me. That's not my problem. I, I need, you know, to not eat. And um, 
I, I got out, I did good for a while and, you know, I went right back and, um, I, I think it was two years ago. One of my biggest problems, okay, I'm going to blame it on him, is my husband is a sugar addict. And we sit there in our little recliners and he brings his little ice cream and he's like, do you want some? And I'm like, sure. And and then we just go on a rampage. And I think that's one of the ways we bond. But I also think that by me eating, it keeps me in that victim mode that I've been in all my life. And that I'm so used to being in. Um I am actually, I am down um, like, I think 40 pounds, um, but I went, sorry, um, but then I went, um, two years ago, I got into a car crash and um, I already had two pieces of metal. I had a knee replacement and a hip replacement. Now I have like metal in my neck and metal in my wrist. And my body has never gotten back from that. I I probably gonna need a hip replacement. My my knee replacement from the car crash is messed up and my ankle is. And then on the other side I have that. Same thing with this knee. And so I'm just, food is a pain reliever for me and um, I don't want it to be. I know what to do. I know what to do, but I don't have that gift of desperation. And I need to just do it without it. I've done it before. Um, I just, I know how to start my day. I know that, and I've, I've had sponsors and I've worked the steps and I've, I go to a meeting just about every day. Um, I go to the six, I mean, the seven, seven o'clock meeting. And um, I just, part of me is got to get out of the victim mode. And, um, feeling sorry for myself and saying, okay, what can I do for the pain? Um, well, I know one thing is I can wake up and I can meditate and I can give my day to God and I can write a God letter and, um, and have God answer me back and start my day out that way and pick up the phone. That phone is like 500 pounds, you know, and, the one thing I love about you guys is you never kicked me out. And I have like, I have one girl that goes, where are you? Where are you? What are you doing? How come you're not here? And all the time. Then I have another girl who texts me her food, takes pictures of it. <laughs> and, um, and they just are loving me, you know? Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, you guys. Um, I really, um, I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm really going to commit to waking up tomorrow and loving myself. It's so hard to love myself, you know? Um, I, I'm an addiction counselor. And so I love everybody. I work with teenagers and I love them to death. And they screw up and they go get high or they get in trouble. And I just, I just love them. I bring them little crystals and give them hugs and, you know, do all this stuff. And it's like, Kathy, turn that, some of that inward, you know? And I need to get that, excuse my expression, but radio station KFUCK has been playing loud and clear. And I need to turn it back to K-Love because love is the answer. And I think that, I think I'm mad at God right now. Um, ever since my car accident, um, because I'm just overwhelmed with what do I do? Do I go, especially because it was workers comp and do I go to the knee doctor and I have two knee problems and then my ankle and my neck story. And just like, I know I, I, I never complain about it usually. Okay. You guys, I never complain about it, but I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I guess I'm processing with you guys. <laughs> um, and, and I don't really share a lot. And so I need to like, I don't know, find somebody to just say, okay, this, this, this is wrong. What do I need to do? Where do I need to start? I mean, it's not like I'm not doing anything. I have like three physical therapy appointments. And so I'm trying to get the outside. Um, aw, love you, Carla. Um, I'm trying to get the outside fixed, but you know what? I know from the bottom of my heart that when you fix the inside, the outsides follow. And I know, and this pisses me off, so I'm going to cuss when I say it, that this fucking weight is part of the problem, you know, and it adds pain to my knees, my hips, my ankle, blah, 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 everything else, you know, and I know that. Five so aren't you, aren't you guys glad that you asked me to speak? <laughs> uh, um, so this is the way you don't do it. Um, I have a sponsor <laughs> that I don't call, so don't do that. Um, I haven't worked the steps in a while, so don't do that. Um, I don't have a commitment, so don't do that. Um I'm not sponsoring anybody, so don't do that. Um, I haven't been, I haven't been writing, so don't do that. Um, but you know what? If you don't do those things, still show up. You know what I mean? Still show up, because that's a one thing that I've done, and I, I was like, I just. I put this speaking off and I put it off. And let me tell you something. Mary Sue is like a bulldog. She does not let go. 
she just goes on and says, well, can you do it now? <laughs> so you know what? God has kept me this far. Um, I almost died in that car accident. And you know what I did was I was on the morning meeting in the hospital with neck braces and arm braces. And I was in the hospital for three and a half weeks. And, you know, you guys came to visit me and you were calling me and you were loving me when I was in one of my most vulnerable, scariest places. And so I'm never, OA has never, you know, given up on me and I'm not giving up on OA. So thanks for letting me share.